Welcome to the Safety Doc Podcast with author, radio host, and nationally recognized safety expert, Dr. David Perotti. Join us each week as we discuss the best and most bizarre practices in safety preparation and crisis response. Follow Dr. Perodin on Twitter at SafetyPhD. And remember, the truth will keep you safe. I don't know what it was, but we're not going to touch another button here on the whole show. Sorry about that, guys. I that It's a quirk I've had here with uh, the camera. Um, and it tries to... Um, it, it tries to... Anyway, um, read it from a different, uh, I, I was doing some conferencing today and, you know, that became an issue. And anyway, it's kind of big, big stuff going on there. So, but I uh, hope everybody is doing well here um, on this uh, 30 degree um, January 2nd. So hoping that everybody is, is doing well. So, um, Wow. Um, okay. All right. <laughs> software, software sync issues. Is it okay? You can hear me, Ron Wayne, Mike, you guys can hear me and it sounds, it seems like I'm moving my mouth. The, everything is kind of lining up, but anyway, let's, uh, let's get into it here. So, um, yeah. Yeah, it's been uh, a little bit warmer today. We do have a risk of some slight icing on the roads, but it wouldn't be um, wouldn't be real bad. Um, and it should clear up pretty fast. So we'll see what we'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, we'll take we'll take that. Um, so, all right, um, today's show. All right. You win a car. Ron Wayne wins a car. Corey wins a car. Mike McLuhan wins a car. So school districts, right? School districts um, saying, hey, like we've been battling with truancy students not coming to school. That hurts the school district's funding that they get from the state and from the feds. Um, also, right, when you're trying to teach a curriculum, it doesn't work when kids are out a lot. So they test. They don't do well. Um other things such as uh, discipline, behavior, uh, kids doing things in, in town and that they shouldn't be doing. So attendance, right? It's, it's age old in the blog post. I have a study from 2001, which was all about attendance. But, uh, but yeah, so now in the last maybe decade, schools have started to go bananas, absolutely bananas with um, these incentive things. And you would think, yeah, you know, maybe um, an incentive where you're giving, you know, tickets to Pizza Hut, right? Or something like that. And, um, you know, I, I think that would be, you know, that might be it. But uh, uh, so, yeah. Hey, I'm just, I'm checking out here. Um, I was just uh, seeing that. In the Bills Bengals game, a player uh, went down, and they're doing CPR right now. Uh, I was just notified here. So, um, wow, that is um, that is pretty horrible. Um, so, I don't know of any any updates, but uh, apparently, I got a text here from a friend, and and um, and that was was also so they're 
holy smokes here this is this is uh just unbelievable um stuff so yeah wow wow i don't i don't have words for that so um the kentucky batman he rides a uh, a motorcycle so that's how he gets around is he did a uh, does a motorcycle so yeah wow um all right so it's, it's kind of a weird it's a it's a it's a weird night. We'll get it back on track. Um, it's foggy as heck. That's Mike McLuhan. So Mike is like, oh, my goodness. Got the foghorn out there in Pennsylvania. It's foggy. Um, so I don't trust myself behind the wheel. That's Corey. Um, so, yeah. So Corey is saying, hey, you know, make students want to learn. Attendance will take care of itself. That's part of this, right? I mean, we'll get into it. But if students um, are participating in sports, for example, you know, they have to have a certain attendance to typically play, um, you know, sports, you know, sports teams and, and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I think it is, uh, you know, so let's get over here. I'm going to read my, my show uh, intro for this. So. Still, it's, I'm pretty in shock here by these messages just coming in of this this player uh, who is they they've delayed this game and they're doing CPR. I don't know if anyone has got this on TV. It's the uh, Bengals hosting the Bills, but uh, holy smokes, it sounds uh, pretty pretty horrific. Um, what is what is happening in this game right now? So uh, yeah, puts puts things in perspective. I re I remember there was a a game uh, i don't i think in the nfl there have been a couple games over the like 100 years where a player has um been killed in the game or a direct result of a hit during the game not recently last one i think was with uh, new england back in the back in the 70s um with the patriots but holy holy smokes here um so yeah, it's kind of throwing me, it's throwing me off. Um, wow, wow. Um, so Ron when you saying, do our tax uh, dollars pay for the car? Is it from their yearly funds? So let's get into the post here. Um, have you ever imagined that not missing a day of high school could put you square in the driver's seat of a new car? What began as a novel truancy pilot roughly 20 years ago is becoming increasingly popular in high schools across America. Why are cash-strapped schools ponying up cars for students with perfect or near-perfect attendance? What are the outcomes of these incentives? What are the positions of advocates and opponents? In this episode, Doc describes the cars for attendance trend speeding through the parking lots of America's high school, including Kentucky, and zooming all the way up to Pennsylvania. So, so let's, let's, uh, let's get into what this, what this is. Um, it is, you know, it's not getting a PlayStation. It's not getting, um, you know, anything, uh, you know, like tickets to Pizza Hut or something, you know, this is, this is big time. Um, this is giving a, a vehicle away to the, um, you know, to the, to a student in a raffle, uh, for good attendance. Um, sometimes it's perfect attendance and other times it is, uh, for, 
you know, near perfect attendance and missing like two days or something like that. So, um, all right, let's see. Uh, let's do a search here. So kid wins car for good attendance. Okay. <laughs> here we go. Let's, let's just share this out so we can get a, get a couple images here and, and uh, look, oh my goodness, it's Coop. Look at this here, it's Coop. There's our friend Coop. YouTube doesn't have a medical needle emoji. Oh my goodness. So let's do um, share screen and right over here. Okay, so this is, uh, so I did a search, kid wins car for good attendance. Look at this, 40 million, <laughs> 40 million results showing up there. So I don't know, guys, we attended school at the wrong time, I guess. Uh, here's the first one, absent teen wins car for perfect attendance. That's interesting. Um, a mom and a bobblehead had to step in for a graduate. So you're absent, but you want it. Dedication pays us off. Hillsborough graduate wins new car. Nederland senior wins new car. Look at him right there. He's like, hey, hey, I just won this. Uh, let's check this out here. Just I just won this. He's like, listen, I'm going to Kentucky. I'm going to meet the Kentucky Batman. And uh, I just won this car. So this kid's thrilled. Let's let's get a picture of the, the car here. So um what is that it's a toyota i don't want these other things it's a hyundai or it's a toyota so that looks nice um so there he is he's he's like i've i've got this i'm gonna do this big bat logo on the front in honor of ron wayne and and uh and uh the kentucky batman but so yeah for attendance that's a thing now um, for attendance here in a raffle. This kid, the Nederland senior, check out his new ride there. And uh, he's zipping around there in his Toyota. So, you know, um, I just fascinating stuff. I wouldn't have, I would have thought this was a real far out novelty, you know, 10 years ago. And now as we saw 40 million results, I didn't have that in quotes. So it would bring in fewer than that, but, uh, but yeah, that's just that's just amazing stuff um, that kids are able to win, um, you know, to win vehicles. So yeah, I don't just insane, isn't it that that we're kind of at that point? Um, but exactly where we're at, we are. That's where we're at right now. So this kid won this vehicle. Um, let's go back over here to the to the share screen just so you guys can. Good idea. Um, there's no shortage of these. Rochelle girl wins car from local dealership. Canyon Ridge student wins free car for perfect attendance. EJHS student wins car for perfect attendance. GHS student wins free cars reward for perfect attendance. Ron Wayne wins free car for being Ron Wayne. Well, worked its way in there, but uh, student wins car for perfect attendance. <laughs> local student wins car. You know, the headlines here, Chicago 12-year-old wins car for perfect attendance. Look at this. That is a headline, a Chicago 12-year-old. Um, <laughs> Chicago, holy smokes, guys. A Chicago 12-year-old won a car for, you know, whatever, right? It is um, holy smokes here. Wow. 
So we have a we have a picture here of this kid. Ashley Martinez won a Dodge ca uh, Caliber for perfect attendance. She's only 12. Um, so do we have a picture? No, I guess they're not going to put a picture of the kid in the car or at least the car, but holy smokes. So Chicago school system has offered several rewards in recent years, including vacations, laptops, and iPods. Some experts disapprove. Parenting expert Nancy Samlin says the main reason children are sent to school is to love learning. Chicago school chief Arnie Duncan said the reward gives parents added incentive to get their kids to class. This was 2008. Um, so that's an old article, but still kids well, probably still has it today. Still driving it around. So anyway, um, we can go on and on and on and on um, with that. It's, it's pretty nonstop. So, um, so that's the deal. Uh, straight up, it, oftentimes it's um, you know it, it's a new car, but it's not always a new car that they're that they're giving away. Sometimes it's a, a used car, right? But um, so we're going to get into like how that's funded and uh, you know what that what that looks like. But yeah, giving somebody a car. So just imagine, imagine that. So what do you think in the chat here before we go on? You know, like if you know, you're, you know. When you were in school, would that have made a uh, difference? Um, you know, um, I, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Um, so, wow, wow, um, it is, it is just amazing, isn't it? That, uh, that that's where we're, that's where we're at. Is uh, so. All right. Da, 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 da. You win a car and a car. You win a car. All right. Let's check here. So, um, wow. So let's. All right. We have word here. Um, the the Monday night football game has been suspended uh, because the player that they're doing CPR on this looks extremely bad, folks. Um his name, last name is Hamlin. They have suspended the game. Um, ambulance on the field. Holy smokes. It's coming across here as a streamer. Um, that is is just uh, horrible. Wow. Wow. Um, so we have uh, Vanessa Kitty in the house. Um, Coop is saying, I would have skipped school back in the day. Not if they were offering a brand new Dodge Caliber. Um, so yeah, two towns near me. This is Vanessa. Use the pandemic funds for people's to pay the licensed reader cameras at stoplights. <laughs> yeah, that's seen a lot of interesting ways that funds have been um, have been spent. So uh, when I was in school, this is Ron Wayne. Our school system couldn't afford even a Yugo, the Yugoslavian car. Right? I remember those. About four thousand dollars, and you could pick yourself up a Yugo. So, um, wow, yeah. So, you know that. So that's the thing. Schools, if when students are truant, um, they lose funding. If students miss a certain number of days, especially if they're not there to start the year, and then, uh, you know, if academics are right, the students are testing poorly. There's uh, measurements that come out on the school report cards saying your students are doing it. So when there's school testing, for example, a lot of schools will do incentives like say, come in and we'll give you a pizza lunch and, you know, it's breakfast of, 
you know, all donuts and all the stuff, you know, to get the kids there, right? So they're, they count on, on the testing. So, so schools have an incentive to get the kids there for the learning and then also for the funds for the school, right? And the community wants the kids in school. Like uh, the community doesn't want them you know, roaming around the community when they should be in school if they're, if they're skipping, right? So, so there are laws. It's a state level, not a federal level, but states all have um, citations for compulsory attendance and then also school enforcement. So if a student misses a lot of days, you can um, have a truancy court where the parents get a ticket. doesn't make a difference. I don't know. But I worked with principals who would attend these truancy hearings. Um, so, but, you know, again, does it really make an impact um, when you're doing that? So this is where they come up with these ideas. So let me read this back from 2001. In 2001, the in in 2001, the U.S. Department of Justice of Justice Office of Juvenile Justice, that's <laughs> the Department of Justice Office of Juvenile Justice, uh, published a 16-page bulletin titled "Truancy Reduction: Keeping Students in School." Truancy has been well studied since you know by 2001. People, so by the time this came out, like 20 years ago, right? Um, so the report stated truancy has been clearly identified as one of the early warning signs that youth are headed for potential delinquent activity, social isolation, and or educational failure. Other studies established lack of commitment to school as a risk factor for substance abuse, delinquency, teen pregnancy, and dropping out of school. Other consequences of truancy include a less educated workforce, business loss because of youth who hang out or shoplift during the day, and higher daytime crime rates, and number four, cost of social services for families of children who are habitually truant. So those are your your arguments or, or, their, or your consequences, right, of, of truancy. Many, many studies, you know, coming in into that. So um, it's Mike McLuhan saying, there are cameras at almost every intersection in the small town I live in. So they're just trying to get pictures. That's Mike McLuhan. So um, that is interesting stuff i like school this is corey uh just resentful being forced to learn bs i'm not remotely interested in so um so that is one of the arguments uh that come out from people saying you shouldn't have to do this right if if kids if you had had stuff that was quote unquote more interesting right classes on how to you know um build your social media channel, right? Uh, esports has a high interest in schools, right? Um, so, you know, looking and saying, you know, you gotta make, you, you gotta switch things up. What, what would motivate kids, you know, 3d printing labs, you know, pushing that out, uh, where kids are, you know, competitive things where they're making, you know, like, uh, videos, right? Like little mini movies or something like that. You have to show these different techniques. And so, I mean, so, yeah, so I think what Corey's saying, and I, you know, I had a number of classes too. You're like, well, what, what was that all about? <laughs> um, versus, you know, what uh, we can all think of classes that really uh, motivated us. Um, I had a, a, a class. Um, it was an intro law class, you and the law, which which uh, was really cool. I always look forward to going to that. Uh, my high school shop classes enjoyed those. So yeah, yeah. So let's go over here. Ron Wayne, the Kentucky Batman. So if you're tardy and have an existing car, are you penalized? They take the wheels off. Yeah, I don't know. So 
I guess, uh, you have a car for, you know, every other day or how that, how that would work out. But, um, so yeah, and in Ron, in reading these policy or these, these stories, right. It seems like perfect attendance was a little much. Um, so there was usually if it was one or two days and it was excused. So someone's like, I got a doctor's appointment and, uh, you know, I didn't make my perfect attendance because I have a doctor's appointment. So, uh, yeah, here we go. So, man, people are still sending me updates in my, uh, I got my fantasy football uh, league tonight. Uh, we is the Super Bowl uh, final. And actually my kicker is the kicker for the Bengals. And I, I need uh, eight more points to win, but it does seem like, uh, like that game has been uh, postponed. But yeah, I had uh, Jeff, uh, uh, Jefferson of the uh, Vikings and that was uh, yesterday he was held to one catch by the Packers so <laughs> kind of a rough thing you're you know growing up a Packers fan but uh, but yeah that is um, yeah that is just uh, just unreal so yeah um, so I'm going through there are more and more and and more of these uh, you know, where people or kids have won these cars. And the other thing, um, you know, is I am, I'm wondering, um, yeah, let's see here. Um, I am wondering if these kids, um, have consequences from their peers, right? You know, if they're like, oh yeah, you won that car, you know, like, um, where they get shunned by their peers or, you know, do you have to pay tax on the car if you win it? Like, I don't find that anywhere in here. But anyway, let's let's kind of let's keep going through this. Um, so, this uh, Bastrop um, ISD uh, Independent School District partnered with a local dealership, a Ford dealership, and the dealership was Sames Bastrop Ford dealership to offer one lucky student the chance to win in its drive Sames for education. <laughs> All right, name of dealership, Christy Lee. The uh, school district's district or the school district's deputy superintendent said the district has seen a dip in, in attendance in all students' grades. Attendance down, students' grades are down. Apparently, 12-year-olds too, right, if you're in Chicago. The free car acts as an incentive to get students to come back to class. For the 2021-22 school year, BISD had an attendance rate of 90.59%, the lowest rate in the last uh, four years. When the pandemic originally hit during the 2019-2020 school year, overall attendance was almost three percentage points higher at 93. Um, so, yeah. So, schools are looking for attendance to be um, ideally above 90%, right? Like, they're probably more aiming for this 95%. But you get down to 90%, that's when... You know, it's impacting you on all those fronts. We know it. Plus, the feds can come in and say, you know, you've got issues here, and that's when you know schools can have corrective action plans that come out from the the feds, uh, meaning the office of um, of uh, office of civil rights, because you can say there's some uh, processes where kids are being denied an education. You know, whatever it is, it's happening, um, and and um, the 
Office of Education and, and just so forth. And the optics on this, if you have open enrollment, students coming in and out, you're like, well, we're not going to open enroll to the district that has, you know, 90% attendance. You know, they're like the lowest in the district. So, you know, these things, that's kind of a figure. Like somebody puts that out there. It's like, whoa, like that's that's not good. So you're aiming, you know, for 95. There's, you know, uh, around where I'm at, districts are probably more than like 97% range for attendance. Um but so anyway, the, the district's um, deputy superintendent or assistant superintendent comes out and says, listen, grades were down. Kids weren't attending class. So we decided to partner with the dealership. They're donating this car. Um, so, yeah. So to answer the question of how does this get funded, it gets funded in different ways. One is you would never see this coming locally out of a school's budget. Um 10 years ago, you would see these partnerships of with a, with a local dealership, right? Where the dealership gets publicity and da, 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 you know, the, so that is happening. Um, or you might see that there's, you know, multiple fundraising sources that are coming together, uh, you know, to pay for this, but it was very unlikely this was coming out of any schools, but it just wouldn't be approved. Um, but I'm not, sure that's the case anymore. I'm not sure that, you know, some of the grants, some of the funding for, um, that it would have to come in, in general grant funding, um, alcohol, tobacco, other drug funding. I don't, um, pandemic funding, right? I mean that, that it, it could go into these areas. I don't think there's a very robust audit system and a school district, a board of education could say, we're just going to take this out of our local fund our fund 10 our main fund and do this so but i'm saying like you know when you do the search and you see um see this come up and it is absolutely crazy of um you know that many um it, it, i i don't know what to make of it it's you know it would throw me off uh for a little bit um so yeah but i'm just saying now you know it is. So what else do I have here? So a car. Can you imagine that, though? And then, yeah, you have to have, obviously, insurance. Who's paying for driver's ad? Um, does I, I again, I think and I th I think there was this part, right? It, uh, the, the kid kind of opens, becomes open to some flack or some jealousy from classmates and things like that. I, I don't know. I'm just, you know, the, the trying to think the teenage brain and probably some staff members like, Hey, I drove my Yugo in here. Now Mike McClune fixed it, put a new engine in it, but Holy smokes. This kid just won a brand new Chrysler Cordoba. So look at this. So yeah. Um, it's princess. Uh, those cameras are keeping me from doing my lifelong dream. Oh my goodness. Holy smokes. Um, wow. It's uh, our good friend, CNT. Um, to Mike, I was bad about blowing off classes to go out and hang, hang out and have fun. Yeah. And so that's the thing, right? You know, what is the argument um, for this? The argument for this is, is saying, listen, you know, if you're partnering up with a dealership and they're going to foot the cost, it really isn't. It's not a cost for us as a district. Um, it's the same as if they're buying, you know, billboards on the, you know, like at, at our high school, 
they have the, the scoreboards underneath the electronic panel and it always runs continuously like, you know, the whatever dental office and this and, you know, the, the landscaping. And, and you look at the outfield at the baseball diamond and it's every square is some business, right? So this is just at a different level. Um, and it has to be, right, an, an incentive for the, the business. But it, I guess if they look at marketing, how much um, advertisement they can. Oh, God, I froze here over on the. The monitor screen. This is hopefully, hopefully we're back. I think I'm still live here. So <laughs> this whole night has been weird, man. I I don't know. Um, so all right, I'm I'm I never lost it over here, but the the uh, other monitor just uh, just did the blinky blink. So um, it is it is just crazy. Is absolutely just uh, just crazy. So, wow. Oh, I gotta get a message here coming in. So, you're live. All right. So, um, good. All right. Good deal. Yes. Um, yeah. I was seeing. I'm I was spinning over on the other screen, so I didn't know what. Uh, you know what was going on here so yeah um let's see here all right gotta bring the article up okay so the argument argument for this is saying listen or if as a district if we're paying thirty thousand dollars twenty five thousand dollars probably for a car like we're getting a deal on it right um and if we had a uh, assistant principal or a truancy officer and they're designating 25% of their time to this, then, you know, we would be, you know, their salary and benefits is over a hundred thousand dollars. So this, this is, that's right there. You know, that we're, we're paying that out. Um, lack of open enrollment. They we're not getting a student count. So we're not getting funding from, um, our per student funding. So they're looking and saying, you know, if we can increase attendance by this amount, then our school report card, you know, also more attractive for students to open and roll in and to stay in the district and things like that. There's some number they're putting on it. And they're saying, you know, this is worth a hundred to three hundred thousand dollars to us versus twenty-five thousand dollars going out the door for a vehicle. And we have a community partnership here. We're probably buying from a local dealer or they're donating or whatever. Yeah, let's do it. Um so, you know, those, those are, those are things. Um, so it is, so those are the arguments for it of saying, you know, we're from a, from a cost benefit analysis. Now the arguments against it, as you can imagine, are saying, Hey, you're creating this false, uh, artificial external reward system for something that should be internalized. So it's like, Hey, you know, we're going to, you know, every time you, you brush your teeth, uh, we're going to put you, you know, if you brush your teeth, um, you know, every, every day we're going to put you in a raffle and then, right. You're going to get a car. <laughs> so instead of, I mean, it's these, it's these things get, you know, they kind of get really weird. So, um, so they're saying you're, you're building this external system for something that should be internalized. I mean, when kids get out, right. And they, they go to, to work, is there going to be this incentive, you know, 
if if you don't miss work, are you going to get some bonus from work? You know, probably not. Um, but I'll go on. So one is this is our art, it's artificial. This isn't the way that things operate outside of um, this structure. Another argument is that um, that these 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 prizes um, actually um, don't motivate um, a lot of kids. So, you know, that it changes the behavior in some kids and others. It's, it's still not reaching. It's not like you do this and suddenly all, all of your kids like truancy goes away. Um, so, you know, again, it's moving a, a few of the kids and not all the kids, but you've moved above this danger threshold. So now everything is good. Um, again, we, we said this before, Hey, it's a stale curriculum. We, we got to shake things up. What motivates kids to get in here, right? Again, maybe we put money into our 3D lab and we have competitions of 3D things or our own television studio like here in, in or these competitions of different videos that, that kids can make of demonstrating, you know. Um, so, I mean, all that stuff. Um, so, yeah, that's that's the... You know that's the thing of saying, um, you know, it's it, creating this this artificial structure. So I'm, so where do I where do I sit on this? Well, we'll get to that in a little bit, but let's uh, let's get over here. So this is uh, Mike to CNT cafeteria was homeroom for vocational tech students and automotive program in AM Junior uh, senior years of high school. I sometimes went back for my afternoon classes. Yeah, and and you're right um, automotive. So I, and it's, what's interesting in all of these things of attendance and whatever, you don't see the other part of the article saying, well, <laughs> here are classes that typically have a very high attendance level. And here are classes that don't, you know, like kind of getting, or, or trying to, to figure out, um, what, what is the root cause? Because, this isn't addressing a root cause, right? This is just a big incentive um, of saying, hey, come on, you know, get here and you'll have a chance. You'll have a chance to win a car. So I can't admit, I just, I'm, I'm going back to my, you know, high school age self. And apparently again, you're in Chicago, it's 12 years old. And I'm, I'm trying to imagine what that would be like to win that or to have somebody you knew, you know, like a friend, win a car. I'm... It just it's 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 strange to think about that. Um, so yeah. Um, so let's go down here to um, English was the only subject I had a problem with in school. As from Princess Mike McLuhan had lunch break at noon, then an open period gym class, then English and history. The teachers did not care if I showed up as long as the assignments were turned in, I got passing grades. So Mike's like, here you go, buddy. It's uh, setting in my tape recorder and uh, and here's my grade. So um, so that brings that brings a question, you know, do we also have a model that is, um, you know, that's outdated? Um, so that's where, you know, that's where I'm, you really have to, to look at things, you know, and say, is uh, where do we, where do we start on this? Um, and what doesn't show up in a lot of these articles too is again, okay. So your attendance went to 90% that one district. Um, 
and then it was 93, 94. So with the car thing, did it bump it back up? Did it go above where it was before? Um, or is there this effect where it kind of doesn't stay? So one of the things when I was researching this that I that I found that I thought was, was interesting and, and made me note of it was um, if kids feel that they have control over the outcome of kind of this raffle, right? Um, that it's not totally random, meaning like they have control, they can attend school, that they are much more willing to participate in it. And there is a difference here. So let's say you're studying for a test and then a raffle is like, well, everyone that, you know, gets a B or better on the test gets put in a raffle. Some kids be like, I don't know, you know, I, I can study for the test, right? I'll, I'll read the stuff. I'll do flashcards. I'll do, you know, whatever. But if you, so it's different. So you're rewarding kids for studying for the test, coming to school. Those are kind of the same things. And not like the score they get on the test or the grades they get in school. That's not, you're not getting a reward. So if you come to school and you average, you know, 3.5 or something like that, you know, mix of A's and B's, you're not in another drawing for another car. It's attendance. So that's where people are looking and saying, okay, so, you know, we're, we're also... Yeah, be very clear. Like we are rewarding for coming to school, or rewarding for you know practicing for a test, and not the results on the test. So just that's distinct. Um, I teach math often. It is up to the student to do said work. Science here, it's Corey. Um, OPR eight R. 357 in New York State, the winner would have to pay sales tax on the vehicle. Right. I think that's probably a, a lot of a lot of vehicles um, that would be, you know, one would you'd have to pay taxes on that, right? Kind of so is the school covering that or helping with that, right? It's really weird because it doesn't seem like there's a um, a cash option in these two. I've been looking at that of saying, okay, you can get a car or ten thousand dollars cash and um yeah i mean i just think it's uh, uh you know I, I just so for some for some families this could this could i mean you could be like well, i don't have money to insure that i don't have money to pay the taxes on that we don't have the gas money for that um so yeah, I mean, it's I don't know how that how that gets paid and right perpetually you have to insure this and I it's it's an interesting thing, right? Um, but uh, <laughs> so, uh, how many of those students are passing their classes rather than just attending? See, that's a good question, Vanessa. Great question. So yeah, very good. Um, it can be inside a building, but actually flunking most subjects. So, right. So, are you, if you're measuring attendance, that's one thing. Are you measuring that, you know, academics, um, discipline, these other things, are they being affected? Or are you just keeping kids there until the drawing date because there's a chance? And if they don't get it, then boom. And how many kids are... I mean, again, it didn't seem like you're going from 90% attendance to like 99% attendance once you implemented this. <laughs> you're, I mean, you're not you're not doing a you know a Maserati or something like that, you know. Um, so, 
and how many and also like you know kids they probably have cars or they're not I, again i don't know if this is a big motivator if you're not attending school right um that this is what's going to bring you back so what is hyped a lot is like look at this kid who won and this kid's like i missed one day of school my entire <laughs> you know years here and uh yeah that was you know the day yeah broke my arm or something you know like that um so i had to get with the arm set and it was too late to go back to school so yeah weird weird stuff um schools would get better results if they would teach things in a way that is relevant to the student's life show the student how these subjects fit and work for them in everyday life so so uh is pointing out you know let's look at this and say if it, if attendance is dropping right let's look at curriculum and trying to figure out what interests kids um and personally i i think uh like 3d lab uh in in you know things of that and in, in, in video production i know my you know kids are are into that um so yeah i because otherwise right you're you're just adding this prize of you know this high stakes prize and of course if you're well not of course but most kids are going to want a car but also what do you do here if you have a, a student with um who's who's unable to drive a car because of a disability so you know cerebral palsy or you know loss of, of vision what whatever it might be right and then are you also paying are you giving the car out and then in addition to that you are um paying for the uh a modification or a stipend to modify the vehicle so the student would be able to have you know the brakes on the steering wheel i mean i think it's a real question i think it's a real question about what is equitable um it, you know because if if this again is your student body um so yeah um wow i don't i just don't know on that so let's uh let's go over here so this is uh vanessa participation is indeed part of your grade you must be participating to learn most subjects yeah no i'm i'm, I'm with you right so there's a lot of questions here. Um, and my guess is participation doesn't impact the drawing at all. So, yeah, no, I could see over here on the side screen. Um, it, it, uh, so I have the screen in front of StreamYard where I'm streaming. My notes are on the left. My monitor screen is on the right. And the monitor screen froze a few times. But I, I'm not getting like a low signal on my main screen, which sometimes that shows up. Um, and that's not the deal at all. So this must be something going through the YouTubes that is, uh, that is causing that. And, uh, and I would say here between me, um, talking with you and the delay coming through YouTube, that that is probably 30 seconds. And usually that's made about 10, 20 seconds. So the delay is longer tonight. So there must be something going on with, with, uh, the YouTube. So um so yeah so here we are do we um 
do we do this or, you know, don't we, you know, do this? Do we pay or do we not pay? So, um, yeah. Tell me what you, tell me what you think. I'm just bringing up a few more of these articles. So, all right. Corey's saying, I spent all my time in the library and still managed to pass the classes I was in. Barely, barely, but I passed. So, all right. Well, it's good. It's good. Um, bu <laughs> buffering doc, how's the weather? So, um, it like I said, it's kind of a very light sleet here. Um, so, maybe that's what's going on. Um, but nothing like a warning sleet or even kind of like a stay off the roads sleet. It's it, the specifically on the news tonight, the weather guys like this isn't going to be an event where there'll be power outages or stuff like that. It's and the temperature is warming up throughout the night. So we are at 30 degrees. So that would be sleety. And then, you know, we're supposed to be warming up. So of course freezing right at 32, but um, I don't know unless this is being channeled through Kentucky and most of the bandwidth is allocated to the Kentucky Batman. So Google, Google's like, tonight's show, Dave, is going to be going through um, our Kentucky office. I'm like, oh, I'm like, uh, can you slice me a piece of that um, bandwidth? And they're like, uh, no. So, yeah, um, I do not know. So, um Public schools must adapt to the 21st century. So again, um, the argument that that is out there is saying, "Hey, like this thing of of a car. Where do you go next with that? Are you going to, you know, offer a kid a house? <laughs> Here, we'll pay half your mortgage." Um, it it is, uh, it's that's ramped up pretty high. So where does it where does it go after that? Um, so yeah. Um, so the use of a computer may help perform computations, but the write-up of each problem is the critical part, right? And I, Vanessa's underscoring this this uh, statement of, you know, a district, you know, champing out in a school, uh, you know, superintendent or deputy superintendent say, hey, our, we went from 90% back to 93 or to 94% and right, you know, with attendance and, okay, but how are grades doing and how are... <laughs> did we did we juice up our curriculum at all because kids weren't coming to school? You know, were we sitting down with them and saying, what's the deal here? And, and I don't know. I mean, I went to a school. Now there's a winter weather advisory just popped up here on the bottom. Um, so I'm guessing that could be going on. But uh, so anyway, no, it is, uh, you know, those are the things that aren't coming in is to sit down with the kids and to say, hey, what what does it take? Um, so yeah, this is this is uh, wh what does it take? What does it take? So um, all right, we have an update here from the Bengals Bills game. It has been canceled um, because the uh, the player is apparently with life-threatening injuries. Um, there is an update here coming across, uh, this is horrible, um, but a safety was injured on a play. Apparently uh, CPR, they have a 
ambulance, um, but they have can- officially canceled the game um, in Cincinnati. It was in the first quarter, seven to three, Cincinnati led. So I, I don't remember the last time an NFL game or a professional sports game was canceled because of a uh, injury, but they are um, they're not releasing additional information at this point. But um, there are some statements coming through from reporters who um, who are saying that uh, that this is uh, some pretty dire information coming out here. Again, the game officially has been has been canceled. Holy smokes! Wow. Wow. Um, again, it's just, I, I don't remember. I don't remember a time, um, you know, that's happened with, with, uh, with an injury. So, wow. Um, Vanessa saying, if you want students on the internet feed for class, are you going to help those families have internet home? Good point. That's where these billions of dollars that came out, uh, for pandemic funding, a slice of that was supposed to go to increasing Wi-Fi access and also, you know, providing hotspots, paying for internet service if need be for kids who are at home. Some districts did that, some didn't. Um, so, right, we have, think about, um, right, billions of dollars in this omnibus bill, 1.7 trillion, but we still, where I'm at in Wisconsin, uh, 421 districts, half of those, and very small, under 1,000, K-12, rural. You know, there's not good internet, you know, in these places, uh, people that live out in the country, right? It could be, you know, even even lesser. So um, it's just right now, right? I'm in town. I'm on a landline spectrum charter here. This is happening. So it's the Mallory Report, our good friend Jim Mallard from the Mallory Report. Welcome. Um. So that is interesting. Our friend Bacon Maltito. So Corey's saying bribing people to do their job should be frowned upon. So again, that's that's an argument that is saying, wow, this this seems is intrinsically seems bad to to do this. Um, right? Uh, again, you're, it's attendance. It's not attendance and grades. You don't see that together. So it's attendance. Um, so yeah, um, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. It would be interesting to to see how these um, these these dealerships or these companies that donate these vehicles, uh, what they what they benefit, you know, from you know all of this. Like uh, it is, how much do they they get in you know what is called you know like an advertising uh, benefit? So. Um, yeah, um, wow. So, okay, let's go over here to the chat. Um, just over 60 when I got the net hooked up now hearing $90 a month nearing that in Canada. Holy smokes. So yeah, I was looking at our internet and we have the, (laughs) the slower internet which again, I guess still pretty fast, but to bump that up was, was quite a, you know, like 30, 40 bucks a month. And although I use this for business, right. I was like, Nope. Um, but, uh, we, we had a frontier was digging, putting their lines in this fall. So I don't know if that's an option for us, but, uh, yes. Um, 
the internet feed has to be fast enough for video and voice. Vanessa, see, you're hitting you're hitting something that's core to this, right? And that's you know we're having these these drawings. You know, kids can win cars and stuff like that, but um, we have a lot of kids that don't have uh, decent internet access, right? So why aren't we raising you know, everybody? Why aren't we doing that for the school, for the community, federal dollars, local dollars coming into the community to up this or Wi-Fi spot, whatever it is. Like, but you've got it. Like the issue is much, much bigger than, you know, truancy. Um, you know, that's one thing, but if you start to talk about it, you're like, whoa, um, you know, Vanessa's got a point here. Like, well, we've got you know, some of the kids, you know, log in online or whatever, and the internet's not good. So then they come in and they're behind or whatever. And I mean, so, um, so yeah, it is, I, I'm with you. And I'm really glad that you put that in there. Um, so what sort of kickback is Toyota and the school board getting from this? So, yeah, well, I would, I would say, you know, the, the school board isn't, uh, you know, getting a kickback on this, but the school board, you know, the question is, is this a path of least resistance for a school board where, you know, they, they get behind it and they say, oh, my God, like, you know, the superintendent principal, look, we increased by, you know, however you want to show it. You know, you want to show a graph that <laughs> makes it look like 90 to 93 is this much of a gain, you know, depending upon how you space the numbers out. Right. So here's 90, here's 100. So, you know, you like big gain versus, you know, those little tricks that you do with graphs. But, um, you know, and, and the dealership is just being opportunistic, right? Uh, just like they can put their ads up in the outfield and, and, you know, at sporting events, um, you know, that stuff is up all over the place. It's pretty ubiquitous with high school sports. Um, so yeah, I mean, but it's a good question, Corey. Like I, I wonder from a, a nuts and bolts standpoint of a dealership of saying, listen, for us to take out a billboard or run a few commercials or whatever, um, versus, you know, and they count it as a donation to the school. I, I don't know. I mean, are they donating to the school and then it somehow goes to the kid? Because if that's the case, you know, school be a nonprofit, right? I mean, so I don't know. I've, I don't know anybody who's personally who's done this. Otherwise I would, I would contact them and say, how did, how did you pull it off from a bookkeeping standpoint? And I'm sure that's kind of, <laughs> we don't want a lot of that to get out there. Right. Cause, um, but Oh my God, this is, this is just crazy. Vanessa is saying, you are learning responsibility that you apply to everyday life, what uh, you get out of it, basically, by going to school. So, yeah, that's the thing is, what is what are you teaching? And again, is it really, um, you know, is it really going to motivate kids? Um, uh, you know, is it, is, is it this big groundswell that's making this 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 big difference. And again, I, again, you don't have these situations outside of that. Are they supposed to go then, you know, they work part-time at pizza pit and they go to pizza pit and say, Hey, like, uh, why don't we do something here? If everybody makes their shift for, you know, the month, then they get a raffle for <laughs> what would pizza pit give you an iPhone or something like that. I mean, um, and I wonder if these the younger generation is going to start to expect that or to press that. Um, I don't know. I really, yeah, I really don't. Um, but uh, so I, I kind of wonder what the teachers think on this too. Like we only have the student perspective, but I'm wondering if the faculty are kind of like, what's, <laughs> well, you know, if we, if, yeah, if we had, 
da da da. Yeah, the 3D lab, or you know, down in the commons, I knew one high school where they bought and it, I don't know how they got the money for it. It was donated or something. But what they did is is they this was when big screen TVs were kind of a, a big thing, you know, like 20 years ago. So like it was very rare for you to see a 50 inch TV. Um, you know, like people typically didn't have those in their homes 20 years ago. I mean, there were flat screens and stuff, but so this district um bought these these TVs and put them in its commons area. So they mount them, you know, they're up high, you know, they're 15 feet off the ground and stuff like that. These big, and they had them where one was ESPN and, you know, whatever these channels. Um, And if you got time to go to the commons right now, there was a TV in the commons and I don't, there weren't movies. It wasn't that it was like always, it was, but, um, but anyway, that was a big thing where kids wanted to earn time, to have their study hall in the commons. I, it, it was just, it was, it was an approach that they, that they used. Right. And of course I could say we can repurpose that for other things that are going on, but, but kids didn't get to win and take the TV. So it's crazy. Um, I can write some of that off as a business expense. Like, yeah, yep. You're right. I can. So I should maybe look into what it would take to, um, I, what I, what I found was my download was really good. My upload was okay, but like for most of the stuff I do, it was pretty good. Cause I wasn't like sharing, I, you know, it'd be like a, my teleconferencing, but I usually don't have stuff kind of working in the back. Um, so if that makes any sense, but I don't, I don't know. Um, uh, it seems everything is kind of wonky these days, right? Eggs for, eight dollars a dozen sold out places it wasn't it today if i'm correct like parts of florida miami and orlando the software went out for an hour and they couldn't land planes i thought i saw uh, a couple stories on that so just wonky stuff uh publicity says our friend ron wayne so there are incentives sunflowers in sales my uncle bob sold insurance he was able to earn free trips so okay Fair enough, right? Yeah, there are, um, the there are incentives. Um, yeah, and now that I think about it, right? Like, yes, but I, I have a friend who works at a car dealership, and they have incentives. They have kind of leaderboards for every month, and and things like that. So, um, but okay. Um, this is our friend Jim Mallard of the Mallard Report. Well, are, why are kids missing school? That's a big question, right? So that's the question. That's not being asked, or at least it's not being asked in any of those 40,000 or, you know, 40 million results that showed up. That's not the, the being, a- that's not being asked. Um, so you have to dig into these studies, right? And it's going to be uh, where it's difficult to, because they don't interview, they're not interviewing the kids. And if you survey kids, that's really weak stuff. You'd have to sit down and it's like, you know, is it, you don't feel like this stuff is important to you. I'll never use this stuff. Kind of like what Coop was saying. Um, is it that, you know, I don't like, I don't like this setup where I've got to take all these classes that aren't going to pertain to what I'm doing. Can it be like a modular thing? Can it be streamlined? Can I get college credits? That's a big thing around here. Um, students, um, some schools, by the time you're like, uh, you know, 
junior, you can have almost a year of college credit through his partnerships. For, for So for some kids, maybe that's motivating. Or other kids who say, like, I want to get out here at 17. You know, I got my own business and <laughs> I'm an entrepreneur. I got things going on, man. So, um, so you know, what, what is it? Um, and or is, is it school climate? You know, is it school? I don't come here because I don't feel safe. Or last time I came here with my with my new car, it got all keyed up, and uh, someone stole the tires off of it. And then, uh, you know, someone wrote the, the symbol of a Batman on it. So, wasn't the, wasn't the Batman? But they're trying to summon the Batman to the crime scene. So, but uh, but yeah, I you know so but all these things right of of well why why aren't you what's what's really going on here? Um, so, and maybe. You know, maybe this car thing or, you know, is a way to get kids to open up and to give some of that about their, you know, what what's what they like about school, what they don't like about school. But, um, yeah, it does kind of seem like one of those things, like a genie in a bottle. Once you start the car, once you give away a car for attendance a few times, like that's what kids are going to expect. They'll be like, thanks for the car. Um, no, you guys don't get a car this year. What? You got rid of the car. You got to be kidding me. So, by the, but I refreshed the screen over here, and the Tavern League of Wisconsin is running an ad. <laughs> so, um, all right. I'm interesting. Interesting. So, subscribe. Do a thumbs up here. So, if you can follow from any of your 38 channels, please do so. You can share with your friends. I appreciate that. So, yeah. Um, it's our good friend Joe Morris in the house. We're going to do this for Joe. So, Joe, I'm going to take the auto lighting off for you. But that's not much. That's Joe's like, why would you do that? I'm like, I, I'm sorry, man. Um, no, nah, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to make it snow. Uh, let's try this. Oh, here. All right, Joe, this is for you. You're getting a thumbs up, buddy. And you're also going to get the uh, confetti monster. Look at that there, Joe. By God, confetti monster. Twice on the confetti monster, which also comes out for super chats and super stickers, by the way. The confetti monster. So believe it or not. Yes. Um, college was costly. Um, when I initially applied, it is greatly more so today. I have a screen capture of this, but I don't, I don't think I can find it, but let me, let me just take a second because I might be able to, when I went to school the first semester, um, so yeah, so let's see here. Um, the first semester I went to school was $700 and that was for, um, yeah, the entire the entire uh, semester. So um, let's see here. Hang on, I might actually have the. I won't look real long for it, but I thought I saved it here. Let's see. Dun, 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 dun. Let's keep going. Da, 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 da. 
So, where is it? Where, oh, where, oh, where, oh, where? Um, it's not looking like I'm going to find it, but... Um, never say never. I'm still not, I'm still, no. So I didn't find it. <laughs> so uh, what I did, what I did find um, uh, is this. So yeah, I don't know if, if you guys uh, remember, remember this or not, but uh, um, so right here, we are, we are intent on not letting Omicron disrupt work. And school for the vaccinated. This actually was from the White House. Uh, what last December, December 2021? You've done the right thing. We'll get through this for the unvaccinated. You're looking at a winter of severe illness and death for yourselves, your families, and the hospitals. You may soon overwhelm. But remember, good attendance will win you a car. So wow. So whoa. Wasn't looking to bring that up, but anyway. Anyway, my first semester of college. Um, I drove, it was a two-year college, like 20 minutes from my house, but the first semester is 700 bucks. I still have the receipt and it's 18 credits, six classes, six, three credit classes. So, um, back in, back in the good old days. Yeah. <laughs> and that's when they used to post your social security number outside the, the door of the, you know, af after a test, right. You know, if you came back a couple hours later, you'd be like, oh, um, you know, Here's your, well, let's find my social security number. Oh, there it is. Okay, here's the grade I got. And everybody else is right. You know, I guess it was, they thought it was all right because you didn't have a name link to it. So, yeah, we're not going to give you a student, we're not going to give you a randomly generated number like that you can, back in the day, they would do that printout. We'll just put your social social security number up there. It's crazy. It's, I don't know if any of you had that experience, but oh my goodness. It's our good friend, Marty. There he is. It's Marty. So, um, what are the requirements to attain certification to teach at public school level? There are several kind of fast track programs in Wisconsin. And I think a bachelor's degree is still required, but I'm not sure. Um, so that is a good question. Um, the other part of going into that is, is some school districts will pay people to go through these certification programs and then keep them on as like a sub or a long-term sub as they're paying them with the agreement. You'll come in and work for us. Like when you get through this program here and then they can get emergency certification sometimes from the state. So then they have like three years to complete their degree. So um, there are quite a few pathways in Wisconsin if you want to want to do that. So um, now if you're a kid and you win a car and then you're like, I'm out of here and then you go back and get your teaching degree, I don't know, drive your car to, to work. But, uh, um, so what's got, where I'm at is a lifetime license. Uh, so once you got it, you got it. So yeah, under my stuff, it's all lifetime license. Um, Marty got to be one of the top five signs in existence. Talking about that great sign back there from Coop CNT designs, right? It's nuclear powered. So Coop said, just keep it on. And, uh, around the year 3000, is going to start to dim a little bit. And I'll work on it then. 
So then never shut it off. It'll overheat. So, um, yeah, it'll over overheat. I'm like, when you overheat, like what? What could be, you know, 10, 15,000, like the surface of the sun. This would be like a fusion reaction kind of out of control. I'm like, whoa, what did I get myself into? He's like, it'll be fine. Just don't unplug it. So what if the power goes out? He's like, I can't, I'm, I can't solve everything for you. Doc, you got to do some of these things on your own. So I have an unlicensed nuclear reactor in the back there powering the sign, but it seems to work. It seems to be good. So I love the sign. I showed the sign off and, um, you know, we have, we have anybody stops over by the house. I'm like, Oh, by the way, like come down and check out the office and this sign. So, um, Back in 1996 or so, tuition at Fairmont State College in West Virginia was 900 a semester for 12 hours. So, which would seem proportional to like when I was attending and things like that. So, yeah. Um, You know, what people tend to miss, you know, we kind of pivoted into the college stuff now, but what what people tend to... um, what people tend to miss is that uh, we got here. Um, the student loans, right? Uh, you know, the discussion of student loans provided a lot of money to post-secondary. So, and tuition went crazy. I mean, it went bananas. So, um, just, but that that sharp rise in in tuition um i don't i don't know what so where i attended right was 700 a semester i don't know what that would be in state right now in state tuition for a semester let's just try that in state tuition um uh, plus semester Uh, let's try this out. Okay, if you are a is this, no, it's a yearly. So Wisconsin, the tuition for a year is ten thousand seven hundred. So, you know, when I attended initially undergrad, and this is undergrad also, my cost was fourteen hundred <laughs> for a year. Um, that's tuition fee. This isn't required course materials, housing, it's all other stuff. So this is uh, coming out as an average. That doesn't include UW-Madison. That's Platteville, Stout, River Falls, Superior Point. So um, anyway, so, so this is a good question. What if you, so you're in this attendance lottery, right? And what if you could pick from an array of things, right? Instead of a car, what if you picked a scholarship, you know, basically saying, you know, $25,000 toward whatever. I'm I'm going to this or I'm going to be an apprentice and or I'm going, you know, I get this. And, uh, and, yeah, what if that was an option? But then people say, oh, but there's scholarships for that type of stuff and, you know, whatever. So this will be competing. But no, what if you, you know, what if you did, what if you did something like that where the prize wasn't just a vehicle? It was um, maybe, you know, some of these, some other 
things. But then, you know, again, some kids, well, but some kids would be like, yeah, okay. Or, but you wouldn't have to take that if you wanted the car. Right. I'm just, I don't, I don't, I can't, I still can't believe this exists to the level it does where, and, and just think though, from a school, it's this feel good story. The media comes in and they're taking a pitch. The kids all excited because they want a car, their family's there and you know, whatever. And so it's just crazy. So, um, Marty, Oprah, you get a car and you get a car and you get a car. So, uh, did I know that free college was all over America? I think I know there's a, a lot of free college courses as far as like a degree. I wasn't, and, and I am not aware of any degree, although right through, um, Google coding, um, you know, you can go online and get different coding certifications, which are free. So this is the argument too, and maybe this is showing up in, in truancy, right? Maybe kids are looking at, see, this is a great point, right? Um, and there's the, the tru truancy is there because kids are saying, listen, I'm, you know, I'm picking up my coding skills. I got a side business where I'm doing some SEO stuff or, you know, I'm, I'm in a gaming league or I have a YouTube channel and I'm trying to build that and make, you know, money off of it. So, um, you know, so maybe you've, you've got these, these other things that are, you know, that are competing, right? And the schools just don't want to know that because they want to only believe like, oh, you've got to be in school. And kids like, no, I, they're saying when I, when I'm done here, right, I'm, I, I don't see myself going four, six years to do X, Y, Z. Like, I just don't see that. And um, so, yeah. So, so what is, so what motivates you then as a high school student or you said, you know, you're looking saying I could, I could work over here or I could, I can up my, skills and I can da, 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 do marketing or SEO, or maybe I'm going to be, again, uh, have, have a YouTube channel. I, I mean, as crazy as it, as it sounds, right? I know a kid now, a high school kid who does, does a show where it's um, parking ramps. That's kind of his like main feature is going through and, and analyzing and doing this, this, these shows on parking ramps. And I, he has like some spinoff stuff which is kind of like architecture and big city stuff. And the kid um, does well on that as far as like makes as much or more money on his YouTube net on that um, compared to if he was working fast food, retail, something like that, 25 hours a week, maybe. And so, you know, it's like, well, that's his thing. Like, that's what he's, doing and he's got this you know a following and a pretty good fan base and and you know he's doing videos about like educating people who are interested in parking ramps so <laughs> this is kind of his niche thing and but you know like there's post 10 i don't know if you guys know post 10 if you've seen that channel um so he's out i believe in connecticut and his channel largely centers on unclogging drains so these these storm sewer drains or this or a beaver you know has uh uh you know there's there's the den it's it's uh, obscuring uh you know water drainage so he's out there in winter like clearing the stuff off he has seven hundred thousand followers and pa uh, patreon and this other stuff that's i mean it's amazing right so i think 
I was talking about this with some relatives the, the other day. So if you're in school 20 years ago, right? And you're interviewing kids, what do you want to be? You're, you're interviewing, you know, like a freshman, sophomore, junior. What do you want to be when you get, you know, or even younger, probably younger. Um, and they're like, I want to be the pro athlete. I want to be the Michael Jordan, right? I want to be Brett Favre. Or, you know, so so the, the sports thing is where they want it to be. Or want to be a Dale Earnhardt, you know, a race car. So something affiliate with that. That was pretty ubiquitous back 20 years ago or, or more. It was, you know, wanted to, uh, you know, want to play in the major leagues, right? That was the thing. And now, right, that's changed because it'll be like, well, I want to be a professional gamer, maybe. Or, you know, I want to be a YouTube influencer. Um, and when I say this, I'm saying people who are, you know, going on and trying to to get into an area. I'm going to have a channel about hunting. I'm going to have a channel about, you know, the outdoor, about welding. I'm going to have a channel about, you know, homesteading, whatever it is. Um, so, you know, you got Safety Dog channel. Look at this. So, oh, my goodness. Safety Dog channel here, and, and you're going to get monetized. And in 2022, Google will be be shaking the, the coin purse, and it's going to sound like this. And out of that's going to tip a whole bunch of coins. And my tax person, Gene, will be like, whoa. I'll be like, it's a channel. Awesome people, commercials, super stickers, good stuff. Um, so, yeah. So, let's go. Um, you gave away all the old LPs. Yeah, it's kind of a sad thing, right? You know, like, I, I still, I think, have a few 33s. Um, but never will use them. Um, let's go back here. Um, Joe Morris is saying young able-bodied men could make bank if they want to trade school classes in their latter high school years. And a few years after associate's degree, I agree. One of the things too, um, there was a school. So, uh, Student signs with plumbing. Yeah, let me do the, this. Is from Kentucky, by the way. They're only going to let me see it if I subscribe. It's the Lexington Herald Leader, thirty-three cents a day. I'm, I can't do that. Boo! That's disheartening, man. Let's see. I think I work the way around this. Okay, here we go. Um, let's do this. What if schools started to do this? We're talking about the truancy and things like that. You're trying to get to root cause. Like, not America's Got Talent. No, I'm not trying to do that. But here's um, high school senior signs letter of intent to work for plumbing company in ceremony. Great kid. So here he is. And, uh, and there's a ceremony at the school. Um, and this is in Montgomery County High School. I don't know where that is. So May 30th of 2022. But uh, so he is going um, with fast flow plumbing. And he said here, I never really wanted to be an accountant or sit down. I enjoy work with my hands. 
Bradley's ceremony, which took place May 18th, was the first non-athletic signing event for the high school, counselor Lacey Gross told WKYT. So again, this was the first time per the counselor that the school had done a ceremony, because the kid will say, you know, they've signed a hockey scholarship or something, you know, with whatever school, and then they, they have a big banner and the media is there. And, and the, you know, this kid now is signed on with Fast Flow Plumbing, and... So he's coming in as an apprentice. He'll be a master plumber. He'll work for a master plumber for two years, and then he'll start his journeyman's license. And they're paying for this. Um, the, the, the company, is a, they got him on board here. So I think this is, is awesome. Um, so here it is on, uh, on YouTube. There's, there's, the, there's the kid. He's got his hat on, fast flow. This is so right. Where's this in the discussion of attendance, right? Um, you know, if you talk, this kid's got a lot of lapel mics on, by the way, but um, if you're talking to this kid, maybe he said, you know, listen, like I came to school because they fast tracked um, industrial arts and, and, you know, I had some CAD class. I mean, like I knew what I wanted to do. And the fact that I knew that when I was, you know, 14, I was able to take classes and get it, get out of here and already, you know, get this this work with the high school and getting this apprenticeship. Like I could spend afternoons and I was a senior, you know, doing job shadow or whatever it was. But this is awesome. So you ask kids, right? How do you, you know, so this kid is just taking a step into his career, right? Um, he's not going to have student debt. He's going to be young when he's, he might have some people working for him at some point. He's going to be in demand, right? Um, so, Wow. But this, this is something, though, that's really noteworthy is the ceremony that's happening at the, at the school. So they're also saying, hey, remember, there's no food or drink in the library media center because the one time Ron Wayne was there. So he's like, I've got a, you know, a 20 ounce Pepsi. I'm like, Ron, I think, I think that was shaken up. It felt, he's like, it's fine. And it's all over in the library, all the books covered with uh, Pepsi. It's hard to clean. But yeah, so this is really cool here. Um, there's the the counselor. Um, I don't know if that's the counselor. Is it the counselor? So uh, here he is. He's like, listen, like I know this is the first step in becoming the apprentice to the Kentucky Batman. So kind of taking over in Kentucky, doing Batmanish type things. So I don't know. This is cool. This is cool stuff. <laughs> There's a drain. So is this this is the vice president of the, this is great stuff. So, you know, um, it's really, really good. So, uh, I, I like every, everything about this guys. I don't know what your feelings are. Um, I like everything, everything about this. So this is, this is really cool. Um, yeah, I'm not sure like the library is the backdrop here. I would have probably done like, you know, the industrial arts backdrop, but maybe this is where they had space to, to do this. So, um, but this is really, this, see, this informs me a lot more than a school district that says, well, you know, we're going to, you know, put a big prize out there to get attendance up. So first time the school had done that in this school that they had celebrated the student. 
uh, or a, a non-academic, um, basically like a non-academic scholarship. I shouldn't say it, non-academic, because this is academic. Um, what they would say is is a non-university, you guys know what I'm saying, right? But I, I think this is amazing. Yeah, this kid is putting himself in a great position for a great career, um, sans the, the not, you know, having the, the debt. I mean, um, he, again, he knows what he wants to do. And as he said in that article, he's very clear about what he uh, what he wants to do. And so why keep him in school, um, you know, for, uh, you know, any other, um, you know, it, why keep him in school? So, like at that high school, he wants to be out. So, let's go back. Um, people want to see a blast of sludge hit the guy in the face. He's like, I'm too good. I'm not going to let that happen. So, um, only one in my circle did that, Joe. Mason, now bad back. Yeah, that is the thing, right? Um, I have a relative who's a plumber and... Uh, by the time he was, you know, 50, it, uh, like the knees and back and stuff were really, um, really giving him issues. So, but, so if this kid's 18, you know, who knows where he goes or what he opens up or does he become, you know, his own, his people working then, you know, for him or, or where does that go? But, uh, uh, Yeah. So let's go over here. It's just scholastic inflation. Yeah. No kidding. Again, our parents teaching their kids personal responsibility. That's from Vanessa. Right. Um, we have trade schools here. Is it me or is Doc's hair just dapper tonight? <laughs> I'm jealous. Oh, my goodness. Well, I got my hair cut um, last week, around the 30th. I got it cut. Um, and... Uh, she always cuts it really short so you can see on the sides and then on the top for maybe like a week, it'll be easy to just spin over like, like that. And then it grows really, really fast. Um, so I'm kind of like in this zone now where the hair is just at its, at its best. So I don't really have anything in it either. You know, it just, I just kind of comb it over and I, I didn't mousse it. It's not gelled. <laughs> you know, there's no, there's no stylist here doing the pancake on the face to, to, you know, make me look uh, better in front of the camera. Yeah, the hair just kind of does this on its own. Um, so, which is really good. Yeah, and this is, I didn't I didn't do this until about five years ago. The way that I comb my hair, so she actually cuts up a, a part, you know, on this side, you know, like the line going across. And I always combed it the other way, which for was always against the grain. And I don't know why I did that. So, um and one time she's like, well, you know, you the natural like tendency of your hair is to go like this way. So why don't we just like, and then just, it'll just fall over there and everything will look fine. And I'm like, yep, no one ever taught me that in school. Here I am driving around in a car that I won. My hair is like looking, looking bad because I comb it the wrong way. But uh, young men, listen up. Be linemen, plumbers, electricians, oil and gas workers, mechanics, or skilled work pools retiring. Nobody's lined up to replace them. Take advantage. Absolutely right, Joe. Absolutely right. So, and we look at schools, and so how is that message being conveyed to the students? And the excitement that would go with that, or the, 
um, opportunities to say, hey, like if you're interested in this by your junior year, you can be out of school of three afternoons and getting paid by this company and picking up some apprenticeship type things. Like that happened when I was in school. We had a couple students leave. I think one went to the bank and one went somewhere else. And it was all like the like a financial internship or something like that. But we didn't have anybody going for like a, as a lineman, plumber, electrician, whatever, leaving school for that. Um, which I don't remember it really well, but I just do remember a couple of people were leaving for accounting in an accounting class that they had jobs outside then of, of school and some kind of bookkeeping, but you know, you're right on. And, and so we look at this and, and we're like, yeah, you know, what if, what if a lot of this started to, I mean, wouldn't it be fun? God, when I was, I mean, I built a, a pontoon boat with my friends when I was in shop class. I mean, we did stuff like that, but I mean, if you could make money and be learning this stuff and I mean, as a kid, this was a kid, you know, 16, 15, 16, 17. I think this would be really exciting. So, um, yeah, I, uh, I like it. I like it, Joe Morris. So I want it to be an adventure. This is Corey. Mom told me there was no point. Everything has already been discovered. That set the pattern for my life. So, yeah. Back in the days when there's the Soto discovered the Mississippi and, um, yeah, it's, you know, it is, it's strange to kind of live in a time when what is a new frontier outside of a science or hypothetically other planets, but, um, yeah, there are still stories that come out around here in Wisconsin where someone has located an effigy, a thousand year old effigy mound on their property. Um, and it's usually because they like, fl they're flying over it with a drone and now the drone can like do the LIDAR type effect, right? So it can uh, see the little variances in, in the ground. So some people are kind of discovering stuff like that. But um, Jim is saying, my dad just had to do apprenticeship to be an electrician. Now my cousin had to go four years for the same job. So Jim, what, what do they think? Are they like, and again, like how do we interface that with, uh, with school and maybe in what incentivizes uh, some students. Um, so it's good. Mike is saying to Joe, absolutely, there have always been jobs in the trades. It's the schools that shame students to thinking they are failures if they don't go to college for a minimum of a bachelor's or master's. And Mike, some of the uh, some of the stuff that comes back to the schools. Um, so Mike, I, I believe you're, you're on point with that. Um, there's a lot of emphasis on post high school outcome studies that say, are you in college? Are you whatever, whatever. And, um, at least when I was, was working more closely with those, you can have a student who let's say created his own business. He's doing specialty welded gates for farms and, you know, livestock gates or whatever. I think this was actually a thing in my state. And, um, was one student like he created his own business and and like he was just things were working great like he has a little fabrication lab it was doing well like income and stuff like that but the way he would have been counted on the state post uh, high school report 
it would have been negative for the school because he wasn't attending education and didn't ask like, what money are you bringing in? You know, so like you could get out of school and, you know, sign, sign a contract and, you know, you're out there, you know, being the next Alice Cooper, right. And 18 years old or, or you make it into the major leagues, right. It would, it would be all good. Oh, have I just froze? So I look like I've, uh, I've just froze here. So, wow. Um, I don't know if I, uh, can you hear me? So, okay, I'm going to bring myself back in here. Okay. Still hear me now. Yeah. I just knocked out the, uh, the video. So what is going what is <laughs> what is going on here? This is this is nuts, man. I am uh, so yeah. It just took out the uh, it it took out the video. So I I'm trying to to add the video back right now. So. All right, is this working? Are we? This is this has been a, a freaky night. It's been well. There we are. So, I, am I back? I look like I'm back now. It went full screen. <laughs> so, my God, this is the haunted night. The only thing that cures that is a super chat. But I I don't know what's going on tonight, man. This has been a strange night. Um, so <laughs> this is this is this is Goonie. So so it just worked around the software right now, and it's just running the camera on its own. So it's not going through any. I can't do the little confetti thing anymore. Like that's off the table. So uh, um, it was really nuts, man. So, but apparently I'm back. <laughs> what is going on here, man? Someone could be a technician out of high school and come over here and get this set up. So, uh, uh, let's see here. White swirling circle of disconnect. So this thing should be back on now. I didn't, you know, I haven't, well, I shouldn't say I haven't had this happen when I consulted. I, uh, I, a couple days ago I had where they, I couldn't get my video on, but they could hear me and they were like, all right, let's just go. <laughs> so, but, um, it's Doc's ghost trying to get its airtime. Something is strange here, man. I don't know. Misty, Mrs. Wayne. It's, uh, we're kind of in a supernatural experience here for the night. Um, it is really, it's really bizarre. So, uh, Yeah. I don't know. This is just we have a little bit of um of sleet coming down, but a very um small amount. So yeah. So oh, it's it was it's not supposed to impact, you know, the roads or um anything like that. Um so 
All right, ball lightning. I don't know if you guys see some crazy paranormal stuff happening in the background. The penguin starts running around, and I, I gotta, I gotta get out of here and fend for fend for myself. <laughs> I gotta go up and get my crucifix and and uh, I gotta exercise this place, man. So now you get to see kind of the big view, big view of the room. So uh, why did I just read that in Ozzy's voice, Misty Mrs. Wayne? Um, so you guys, it's crazy. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, yes. Uh, so I will be back after this clip, which is 21 seconds. But now, since we do have these kind of uh, weird, unexplained things going, this was a video captured uh, in Ron Wayne's house. Just his house surveillance system captured this. He didn't, and then Misty picked up on it later, got out on the web. But I'm going to show you. This was Ron Wayne um, uh, watching uh, the NBA playoffs um, last, uh, last spring here. So here we have Ron Wayne, and then uh, be right back to the show. Holy shit, a ghost. Mm -hmm. um, do, do you mind moving out of the way? You're blocking the TV. Oh, shit. Sorry, man. It's okay. Thank you. Oh, my God. That was Ron Wayne. But you see how he's really composed. And even though there's a ghost there when he's watching TV, he's like, hey, do you mind? Do you mind? And the ghost is like, you know what? I, You're the Kentucky Batman. I'm sorry. I'll just haunt over here on the side. Ron's like, fine i'm all good with it but you know game's on so yeah um vanessa's saying if internet feeds get good enough then most teachers can teach from home sometime yeah true so this whole thing what does attendance look like in giving away these cars when some students are going to be you know taking classes from home or from somewhere, right? Um, and the teacher necessarily won't be in the classroom, might be teaching from home. So how does attendance get marked? Or what if things become more asynchronous? I think, um, was it was it Mike or was it, you know, Corey, you said, as long as you turned your stuff in, the teacher, or I think it was Coop said, you know, fine, right? <laughs> You get the stuff done, and and so what if it is asynchronous? Um, you, you, you know, here are your your modules for this class in history or whatever it is, um, and boom, you can do them on your own, and you can submit them, and you submit them through the Google Classroom, and um, but yeah, so so this whole thing. As we get into more of this whole publicity of uh, you in a car, you in a car, I think is is also not sustainable because the school model is just not going to be kids coming to school. Like Vanessa said, pesky ghost. Jeez, if Ron Wayne was here, he could exercise that darn thing. Get it out of here. But uh, he's not. You know, I have a ghost to deal with. So, but uh, just crazy. It's crazy. Look at this. It's Misty Mrs. Wayne. Crucifix on the wall, every room. So, hey, this is, when we moved here, the guy, so there were a couple previous owners. 
Um, but the person who lived here the longest, the longest was a pastor. And he did a lot of crazy stuff. Like uh, he did, he put uh, phone lines in every room and then cable TV. So there's just, just hundreds of feet of coax that I remember the the charter guy had to pull that stuff out of here <laughs> like years ago when we moved here because the signal was so diluted. Like you could get cable in every room in the house, but it would be like barely visible. Um, but he, I was... You know, I'm going around the house, and he put crucifixes up in the rafters, um, and up in the floor floor joist, I should say, in the joist. And I was like, "What? What's the deal?" So I took them out. I still have them, and they're in the firewood room. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I'm like, "Was that just because you're a pastor, or was there more going on here?" But uh, um, and they were they were um, handmade metal crucifixes, so they're like soldered together and. And it was kind of like a set, but I mean, it looks like someone had made all of them. This wasn't something that was purchased. So I'm like, what, <laughs> what, uh, what's the deal? I never got to ask, Hey, like why were all the crucifixes uh, hidden in the house? So strange, but no, the house has, is not haunted or anything like that, but, but that is a true thing. The crucifix stuff was just kind of weird. Um, so look at this, Ron Wayne, the Kentucky Batman. Now he's the Kentucky Ghostbuster. Da 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 dun dun it, Ron Wayne. Da 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 Ron Wayne. Da 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 dun dun it, Ron Wayne. Honestly, I think the scholastic inflation is some professors they like to hear their own voice. Fifteen minutes of material talk for four hours. Um, could be, could could be. I don't. I I, I mean, I'm a professor. I I you know, I hope that's not. My th what I think, what I think it is, Jim, in some cases, is these departments just they just claw and claw and claw to add more program to more courses, right? Um, now, like I, I teach in a licensure program, so it's, it's streamlined, and we sit down, you know, as instructors annually, and we go through and say, like, here's the state standards plus like the university standards and what people need to know, and so it's being covered through our it's coupling in through all the classes. It's really well done, but you know, Oh, is it that, you know, there's a section of whatever and we need to offer this third section of, you know, humanities of whatever. And I mean, so I, the more, so, so I think there is this, this, there's so many more courses, right. That you can take today, a course catalog than when I was in school or like, you know, probably any of us. Right. So, um, and I think that's just, that's clawing for competing for those dollars. Um, I don't know. I, I would think the universities would consolidate. Maybe some of them are consolidating those programs down. Um, Canadian ghost. The ghost was really me trying to talk to him. Oh my goodness, Misty. Ron's like, I am watching the game. Look, it is the Kentucky Batman. I'm just here to help Doc in case the penguin attacks. Yeah, it could. I mean, we have a pink. We, you know, we've got weight. Oh my God, we have weights back there. You know, got a 50 pound weight flying at me at 85 miles an hour. Uh, I gotta, I gotta be, you know, fast reactions here. So then it's on. Then, then, it, then it's on. Um, so. I don't really have much to counter with right here of baseball and 
Wow. So well, let's let's hope it doesn't come to that. Uh, so yeah, be careful what college courses you take. Yeah, As I I, I want to go back and take my transcripts, you know, redact the information, right, and put together a list of classes and um, go through them in a podcast and say, like, here's stuff that I remember, for one. Like, I, I'm sure there's a lot of classes I'll be like, I have no idea what this was, right? Math 302, like, what was, what would we cover in that? Um, and highlight classes that were memorable and then have a different way, memorable plus, like, something I used. Like I had a business class that was an elective I took in summer because the company I was working for said, hey, we'll pay for one class a year. That class was awesome. Um, I learned, the instructor was great, learned a ton. Um, Really, really liked it. So um, strangely, like Geography 125 with Professor Montgomery, uh, that class was uh, glaciers and different stuff. I mean, like, uh, nothing I really put to use, right? So, but it was, he was a fascinating instructor. Um, yeah, at the university prof, the statistics prof who used to work at Nabisco and was giving the way that they designed these surveys out and, and it was really just enlightening. Um, had a former superintendent of a big school district. And so he had retired. So he was telling all these wild stories of things that happened, you know, as a superintendent. So you'd be there just captivated by these stories. But anyway, there'd be so many classes. I'd be like, I don't remember what this was for. Or I'd look at it and say, I didn't need to do that. So if you look, you know, right, that you could get rid of 25% of the classes um, and, and have done everything that I did, right? Or maybe even more than that. And that's the problem, right, of saying, oh, you've got to come in and you need somebody in this area and somebody in this. And then I just, and I don't think kids are into that anymore. And I think that, so if you look at this whole thing too of like, why is attendance going down and stuff like this, this theme of the story is, you know, maybe the, the, the college scene isn't very appealing. And then also the, uh, the acknowledgement in the trades is very rare because we saw where, you know, the, story with the the kid that signed with fast for fast plumbing right and the school said that's the first time we've done a ceremony for that type of signing so there's these structural things that are, are at play here and but it's like no let's just give a really big incentive so <laughs> here you go here's a car you know and you know who knows where that'll go next like here's a car plus like you're going to get a credit of two thousand dollars to take it to this detail shop and they'll like do anything you want, like put a lightning stripe, put a big bat on it, hologram bat, it's neon, so shows up at night. But um, I don't know. Um, so might use that guitar as a weapon. So, geez, at all levels, elementary, you got it. Ontario teachers. Want your kids in class all year. My goodness. Um, watch out for jewelry falling out of the ceiling where those crosses were placed. So to see what's going It's like the Goonies over here. Remember when they found the pirate ship? I feel like this is an episode of the Goonies. 
Um, so I've lost the ability to do the confetti cannon. So <laughs> we're, 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 we're like uh, Star Trek to the Wrath of Khan uh, when the Enterprise took a few zaps from the Reliant, right? And uh, they're running on, on uh, reserve power. And I'm, I'm kind of that way right now with Scotty. I was saying, Scotty, where are we at? He's like, uh, it's, it's offline, Captain. I can't bring it back on. I'm like, warp speed for the Safety Doc podcast, and we're, we're going to lose it. We're going to be off the air. I'll do the best that I can, Captain. So we've lost the confetti cannon, Scotty. I know, Captain. Um, yeah. So it's a, it's a measure to preserve the integrity of the show here. You know, Scotty shut down the confetti cannon. The thumbs up is gone. The overlay is gone. Me wearing a, a knit hat, a watermelon. Uh, the... Uh, the bat flying overhead, you know, the, uh, you know, the lightning bolts, all of that stuff. We don't have any of it. So it's, we are, we are running here on the, it's kind of like Apollo 13 in a way because it's running a very lean system right now just to keep things going. So the crew's working, but they're like, realistically, we're not even going to try to get the confetti cannon back because show if we make one wrong move, then the show's over. So, <laughs> all right. Someone's going to timestamp this and be like, I remember the, the time the confetti cannon went offline. Show, the show kept going on. So years from now, I'll talk about that. I'll be like, you know what? It was right around show 200. Is it 201? Two, yeah. I said the, a lot of weird stuff. And we lost the confetti cannon at the one hour, 42 minute mark. So. You know, they just keep on. I'm looking over here, like the the crew up in the booth. I'm like, what do we do? The confetti cannon's gone. They like, just keep going. Just keep going, Mike and Vanessa, Corey, like Jim. Just keep it going. So, man, um, wow. So let's see here. Um, there isn't a good online library. So that is uh, from. Jim, uh, honestly, organization not so organized. So, um, yeah, there's so there's this. I've never really tried to do that, I guess. Online library, if you go to journ.org, you can get a lot of really cool. It just type in what you're interested in, in studying, and you get like the, the contemporary research studies. And a lot of them are probably done by people who are doing their dissertations or whatever but um but that's a good point on the library i've never it's interesting um uh let's see here um whoa whoa um vanessa's saying many kids here had no internet at home or computers right and, and i would hear that too from my my superintendents about uh, the pandemic. So this is from Joe to me. I placed those crucifixes there years ago. Please place one per room under the floor is acceptable if you want to hide them, but still production. Wow. All right. Well, I still have them. So I will get them back in their locations. So, uh, wow. Um, that's what happened in our area with kids with no internet. The education went null, right? 
So I love how you guys took this. And, and of course, you know, we had all those surface articles, a 12 year old in Chicago wins a car and, you know, these people, these kids went in cars for attendance. Right. And it's like, the school's like, well, we had 94% attendance and it dropped to 90 and this will, you know, get attendance back up. And you guys are like, okay. Like, right. But you see through that. Right. So you're having the discussions that the news is just coming in. They're doing this quick bit. Oh, here's a kid getting in his car. And the counselor's like, this is a great thing. Our attendance went up and, and, uh, but it's like, why, what are, what are the deep issues here? This is, this, this is big stuff. Like what's causing this? You guys are, you know, hitting it all. And, and also too, like if you're, as we go to the school models going to shift to, you're not going to be there five days a week. You know, kids are going to be doing some asynchronous. It's just the way that is going to go. Um, and so internet access has to be a part of this. So our community is building that or like people working from home. Um, it's just, so anyway, it's really good. Schools come up with new programs all the time, trying to get federal money. And most of the time, those classes are horrible, but they meet federal guidelines. So yeah, um, it is, it's not informed by the students, right? They don't, they, they don't meet with the students and say what, you know, kind of what career path and what courses. And um, again, I'm, I'm always, I'm surprised we don't have just more courses, 3D printing, Thingiverse, um, on e-marketing, right? And and stuff like that. Uh, because I would think kids would have high interest in those areas. And for schools, it's just, but, you know, if they're like, we don't have anyone to teach or this person hasn't taught that. So we're not going to expect them to teach. I don't know what it is, man. But um, I think the whole thing of attendance coming down is there no one is willing to look and say, well, what's going on? What's going on with the school? Or look at this school over here. Like it's kind of the same size, demographics, whatever. And oh yeah, but the, they've got this and this and this, which are may, just maybe curriculum things that we don't have. Oh yeah, they do. They have a class in teaching like social media marketing. And then they have a stock market like investment class they have a stock club team and this and i don't know but like there's things to be looked at so um he must have thought it was haunted or something doc people don't install protection icons for no well you guys gotta have my back here that's why i have a widescreen give me a moment to to get in the fight here so i don't know like, like i said never had any paranormal stuff here in the house, anything like that. Um, so man, as a pastor, I don't, I don't, apparently he was a pretty cool guy though. He had a nice, uh, had a nice boat and, uh, like kind of a, like a ski boat type thing. So, um, so that's all good. So, um, Vanessa saying, my local McDonald's had students sitting in the parking lot uh, trying to do classes from one laptop. So using the Wi-Fi at the McDonald's to do that, okay. So just say, you know, again, the omnibus bill, the infrastructure bill, and we don't hear about, you know, robust internet, um, a Starlink type thing, or just running fiber out to more places, whatever it is, right? But doesn't that seem like, you know, 
a man on the moon shouldn't be like that we get high speed internet access across the country as a goal. <laughs> like, isn't I know fixing bridges and roads, right? That's all it's right there too. But the, wh- who is this, the secretary of what that does that? Right. And it seems like that would go hand in hand with the integrity from uh, being hacked and stuff like that, you know, that our systems would become more robust and, you know, more secure, you know, IRS hiring 87,000 agents. Well, what if we had, um, you know, investments into maintaining the 87,000, you know, IT people Well, not all working for the government, right? Not saying we want that, but, uh, but you guys kind of get where I'm at here. Like it's, it, it really falls on its face when you start to look in Vanessa, you guys have pointed out, right? When you're like, um, you know, the the kid the, for an online class here, the kids have to go to McDonald's and hang out in the parking lot and, and uh, get the, the Wi-Fi from McDonald's to to connect because they don't have it at home, you know, a rural setting or the, you know, wherever they're living, it's like th- it threaded out so much or they, you know, or they just, it, whatever it is, like, but just saying, and, and we know this is, is, an issue, not only in the suburban and rural areas, uh, but in urban areas. So, um, how is that not part of a a front and center presidential campaign, a presidential initiative? You know, like what it was the thousand points of light. Here, I'm going to do it here for uh, for Joe. Thousand points of light. Remember that? Which president? Right, George Bush. So remember George Bush, the 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 father. Um, not as a, not as an priest, but uh, thousand points of light. That was his campaign. But uh, and then uh, you know war on drugs stuff like that. But um, but I'm like, how how are we not doing that? Like how how is this not you know uh, a top three national initiative? I guess going on um, and that there's money being put into it and, and it's being incentivized and um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's baffling to me. It really is. So funny enough, my psych class has proved most useful was Joe Morris. So I, I didn't have psych when I was in high school. Um, it wasn't offered, but when I was in college, I had it and I had an awesome psych teacher for one of the classes. The other guy was pretty good too, but um, this, this one, like he was just like this rock star. Like everyone had decided just, this guy was so good. Um, I remember he died of cancer. Oh, 15 years ago or something. And all of these students came back and, you know, for the, for the, uh, you know, eulogy and just amazing. So, um, so let's see here. The internet wiring is not okay. That's true. Some places have an abundance of connectivity, other places none, right? So, so yeah, it's completely right that this should be, am I wrong on this? But in today's day and age, and just coming out of a pandemic when people were told that they had to stay home and log in and everything, why wouldn't we have this $1.7 billion omnibus bill? Maybe like the center of that is like the American communications resiliency act and it's building high-speed wi-fi in this in in these remote areas it's building in satellite why isn't this just like 
why did I come up with that now? And you guys have come up with that too. Like, I mean, but why is that not the thing? And who fights you on that? Who's, um, and I, right. Like, I don't know, right. Is it, am I naive? Like, is it political interest? But like, even there, like, wouldn't it seem, um, like, I, I, I just don't, I, I don't know what's the inhibitor to that from a logical standpoint. Like we can sit here and we can think about it and talk about it and be like, yeah, it makes, it makes perfect sense. That makes perfect sense. Um, so, and who knows on some of these, these schools too, like, do they have decent Wi-Fi? Um, and are they providing personal devices to the kids and are they, you know, current or the kids take them home and they can't, I mean, wh what are some of these things going on? But, We'd have to come up with constructs, and I did think about that beforehand, but like what they would actually ask kids. I think one construct or underlying theme would be like, is it the curriculum's not um, interesting? Do you deem that it's not important? I think those are two different things. Like, you know, you can you could take something that, uh, you know, um, uh, you know, I took this class on firefighting. I learned a lot. And it was great, but like it, so it was important but like the way it was taught wasn't very interesting. You know, like it was a lot of classroom stuff and we should have been hands-on or at least like, um, but anyway, um, so was, did you, you know, just nothing, it's not interesting to you um, or the content's not important. Is it that the school, you know, it's a bullying or do you feel like too much drama is happening at the school um, I mean, da, 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 da. other things going on. Like, I mean, it, in your, in your, you know, life outside of school, that's prohibitive. I don't know. You can come up with like five categories. Um, you know, I don't want to, no one has time. I'm going to quiz a kid down to like, you know, every, every single thing. But I think, uh, but yeah, most rural schools have, uh, are poor of resources. Absolutely. And my soups tell me that. Yeah. And days when they're getting calls from their teachers saying, I'm trying to log in here to, and the wheels just spinning. And they're like, we just checked. And yeah, our, our provider is saying we're running really slow internet right now. I had a soup tell me that in fall in a very rural district that they had days where they were basically without internet because the bandwidth, as soon as, you know, three or four classrooms would get on, it would just get diminished. So, and what do you do? Like, what do you do in that instance? Like, What's your plan? What's your plan B? So really, really good point there. Um, we had two fiber optic trunk lines run down the two side streets around my location. Wow. There are schools in Alabama's coop that have done sign on ceremonies for the trades under the build Alabama program. Cool. So we showed coop before, um, the high school, uh, kid signing with, uh, first plumbing, and they had, you know, the the signing ceremony. But I think it's awesome. And right, like on the news, I, I never got, it never made sense to me. But it was, it's forever. It's been on the news, right? You know, uh, a kid signs, they get a scholarship and they're going to play for whatever school, for a sport or whatever. And and while that's not, that that's good, right? That's good. But it's, it's, it's just one piece, right? There's, a, again, a uh, kid gets a apprenticeship with a, a, the plumber, you know, that we saw and it's like, celebrate. I mean, he's got this. And so 
but it was really that there was just athletics, athletics, athletics. And, um, it's really kind of really strange on, on that it sticks out more to me now of like, Oh, it was signing day. And like, we're going around to the area high schools and, you know, this person's playing tennis over here and whatever. And this person's got a full martial arts scholarship to university of Kentucky. I'm like, Ultimately, though, you got to take on the Kentucky Batman. Um, he's uh, jujitsu. So, company is now selling connections to it. I will try it this fall. So, um, Doc, you just became Ron's best friend talking Star Trek. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Man, the Wrath of Khan. So, Star Trek 2 was the year that cable TV came to my city in Wisconsin, rural Wisconsin. Um, so what was that? 86, maybe it was, was it? No, it was 82, 82. So it was in it was 82, I'm guessing 82, 83 for the Wrath of Khan. Um, and so you used to get those little pamphlets from, HBO and Showtime, and then it would have like the picture of the movie, you know, and then those, and then the times it would air, right? Because you had to turn it on while it aired, but it aired like four times a day. And, uh, and so, like, at first we had most of the channels, and then my parents were like, ah, oh, we're not going to keep this other stuff. But I think they gave you like the first couple of months for free. So, uh, anyway, we had the big console TV, and I remember couple of my friends stopped over and we were watching Star Trek to the Wrath of Khan on HBO. And I'm like, holy smokes, like, this is awesome. And it felt really bad, you know, because Spock died. And I'm like, God, man, that was, that was rough when Spock died at the end of uh, Star Trek two. Um, so I don't know um, if you guys remember that. And uh, and that uh, who was uh, Chris Christy Alley was was in that as Lieutenant uh, Slavic right was that her um um on so let's do let's do this without getting a flag so we don't need that going on so let's do. Let's do this. All right, here it is. We're going to just show you the still clip. This is from um, Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. And uh, there he is. Uh, James T. Kirk is is behind the plexiglass here, and uh, Spock has, has released all the radiation so they could go again. He's like, no, Spock. So, but yeah, that was, uh, was, that was a sad moment. As a as a young kid watching that movie, man, and, and uh, it was yeah. If you guys know, if you remember watching, is eighty two, yeah, sad. So Spock returned though. Then in the next one or the one after, they went to this right this planet they had shot him off on, and it had all this Regeneron type of stuff. So it would. Uh, Anyway, he came back to life. So as a cactus, it's really weird. But uh, um, that was a cool movie, man. Ricardo Montalban, holy smokes, man. And the Reliant. So they know the codes. So that's when you need a Kentucky Batman. He'll give you a password that no one will figure out. So I worked with a lady 
like seven, eight years ago. And she subscribed to a company that would generate random passwords for things that she was a part of. So let's say like you had a, you're ordering off of Amazon, right? Or, you know, there's different sites. So you didn't have to remember your password. You would just log into this site, which would have all your passwords and then would either change them or prompt you. But I'm like, that sounds like a really bad idea. Like that doesn't, <laughs> I don't think I would do that. That And I think it was, you didn't even have to pay for it. She's like, I'm not even paying for this. I'm like, yeah, that's, I wouldn't do that if I were you though. So I think there's a, there's a pitfall to that. So um, <laughs> anyway, it's crazy. Long time Trekkie. I stood in line for a third movie in Alaska. So yeah, man. Uh, great movie. Yep. Yeah. So little critters they put in your ears. So the only thing missing the critique of uh, Star Trek II, the Wrath of Khan, not enough bats. So you see that a lot on Rotten Tomatoes. So it was a great movie, but you know, it was it, it was just shy on bats. And anytime you're running Star Trek, you're going through space, you know there's going to be bats. And to just like omit the bats, like a lot of people picked up on that. Should have been a lot of bats. So I don't know. Um, apparently, they're like, you know, they should have sent bats into the reactor to take care of the radiation instead of uh, Spock. Galaxy Quest. Oh my God! Yeah, that was a that was a pretty cool movie. I mean, I'm glad it was a standalone, right? That they didn't do a Galaxy Quest too. Maybe they did. I don't think they did, but with Tim Allen, and that was a pretty cool flick. Um, so, yeah, for what it was designed to do, you know, to be kind of lighthearted and uh, the Goonies. God, I loved the Goonies. Um, I mean, again, I'm I am so thankful in the '80s to have. Back to the Future, Indiana Jones, The Goonies, you know, and Star Trek, right? So just fortunate to go and have these awesome movies before everything got CGI'd out. And and you didn't have other stuff going. Um, what? No confetti cannon? So <laughs> uh, there's no confetti cannon. So let's see here. By grab Thor's hammer. This is a great stream. Thanks, Ron Wayne. We've had a fight. The we've had a swim up uh, stream for this one against the against the uh, raging waters to keep this this going. So yeah, this is this is a show where buckle up. Afterwards, I'll be I'll be analyzing this and you know how as systems you know fail. How do you keep the show going? And uh, bandwidth is limited and. And uh, there's going to be a lot of a lot of praise coming out for the people behind the scenes keeping the show going. Um, and then you know, I suppose I'll be interviewed. Like, how'd you feel? You know, you you had widescreen. It's not the penguin wasn't supposed to be in the shot tonight. Um, and you, you know, you can't mess with it. So, <laughs> um, have you lost trust in the camera? Is there, are you going to bench the camera here? I'm like, no, no. I don't think I don't think that's it, but right, we got it. We we've got things going on, but I think the fact that it's still we're still on, 
despite all it's all the hacking attempts, right? It's a denial of service coming out from uh, multiple countries to, trying to sh- shut this uh, show down tonight from uh, all those dealerships that are selling cars to schools and writing them off as prizes to kids. I'm, <laughs> I'm getting all these, uh, you know, Ray Chevrolet is doing a DDoS denial of service attack. So, and we're still hanging in there. Um, next, they're going to try to short that sign out in the back hoop. So let's, let's hope they're not going to, you know, it's the only sign I don't have on a, on a power protector, as they call it, I guess. I had to scroll back to the chat to see what you de- degenerates are talking about. So the chat's really lively tonight. I, I, I got to just, I got to do a little back to the future here and try to, to just catch up. So, Man, was I behind in the chat. So, oh, the Rockford Files. Jim Rockford. Loved it. That, my friend, was a good, good show. The Rockford Files. So, yeah. Absolutely ac- excellent, uh, the Rockford Files, seventies. Jim Rockford, a TV show called Hunter was really. I think I can remember that. So it's John Plays. Please subscribe to the channel. Please subscribe to the channel. Look at this, John Plays. Please subscribe to the channel. We're also sharing the good news with you that the channel is monetized. So, so we're sharing that right now. This channel is monetized. So thank you for watching the ads. Appreciate that. Um, I remember Night Stalker. Um, let's see here. So I stood in line in Alaska at Firewood Theater for the third Star Trek movie. Wow, Spaceballs, remember that? The search for more money. Thank God for the Genesis effect for bringing Spock back. Yeah, you built all of this, and man, you can cook, right? It's down there. The thing is, like, he's using the communicator, right, to talk back to Spock. Like, how does that work through all the rock? Um, so, and he pulled out the antenna on it, too. So, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's interesting, right? But you're inside of a planet. So, like that is we need to go down that rabbit hole because a lot of these kids don't have internet these days and uh whatever system you had working there back in 82 would that could help out a lot of people these days so if if minutes were as hours and then yeah um cons like how did how did i not know that <laughs> so and then you know starfleet was going to dispatch the uh they have the uh reliant and the enterprise and then they had the uh a Kentucky uh, Batman, kind of a custom uh, rig, really high-end, uh, mostly for parades, stuff like that. Uh, but that was on its way. Really super fast, but then at the end, they're like, well, let's not bring this in. It's kind of a new storyline, and let's just, we'll make it so the Enterprise gets out of here. But that was originally supposed to have the Kentucky Batman ship come in and and just like, 
take out the Reliant. And uh, so, I don't know. Would have been cool. I don't know if any any of those any of that still exists. Any of the raw tape. So, um, let's see. So, Missy, Mrs. Wayne, her birthday's Thursday. Well, happy birthday. Da, 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 da. You say it's your birthday. Well, happy birthday to you, Chips. Dun, da, da, dun, dun. Yeah, I love the intro song, right? That's when they had the full minute intro and they'd be driving on the motorcycles. What was it the, on the 405 in Los Angeles? Man, that was good. So, Mike McClune. Uh, yes, Battlestar Galactica. So, oh, it's good. It's good. Um, Doc, uh, Doc had to reroute the stream through auxiliary control twice. <laughs> yeah, like, and Scotty's like, you know, they, they're just they're just rookies. They didn't sign. They didn't expect this to be a full on, you know, IT. Yeah, holy smokes, they froze again. This has been the Safety Doc Podcast with author, radio show host, and leading safety expert, Doctor David Perodin. Remember to check back each week for the latest, best, and most bizarre practices in safety preparation and crisis response. You can find Dr. Perodin on Twitter at SafetyPhD. And remember, the truth will keep you safe.